This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. You rotten bugs! You overpaid winners! Listen Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Left side throw, it is broken up in the end zone! Broken up in the end zone! Knocked down by Brashad Breeland! The Chiefs hold on down! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. Crossover move, great move. Grace Pyle, left-handed finish is perfect. Everything happening in the sports world. Michelangelo, this is the day he died in 1564. Oh my gosh. Michelangelo, thank you so much. And even some things not happening in the sports world. Let's pack the place. Yeah. Come on. Why can't we pack the place? Steve's going to challenge it's people again. It's for the again. kids. It's for the kids. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM, KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, Worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. You seem a little down today. I'm chilled. I'm cold. You seem like your mood's down. It seems like <laughs> seems like you just aren't in the spirit today. Well, it's just... You don't have a lot of pep in your step. Just been so busy lately. Sometimes my batteries need to be recharged and they're... You know, they're just running down a little bit. Well, recharge them. Well, I'm What'd trying. you do last night? I rested. And you're still not recharged? I'm not. We put you in the docking station, and you're still not recharged. I know. I need I need to reboot. You didn't get to make the trip down to North Newton. No. To see the Bulldogs take on the Bethel Threshers. But you did. I did. Yeah. I just well, I figured I'd give you the night off, and you'd come in on I, Thursday. I, actually, I had to do laundry last night. Oh, sure. You could have found gotta a way to do that. Got to be presentable for the peeps. Well, that's true. You got you to look good. Yeah. So you missed out on the trip down to Bethel. See the schnob? He was there. Oh, yeah. As joyful as always. Oh, yeah. He's everybody a, was joyful. He, he's a joyful guy. I think everybody has been joyful but you, Steve. Well, I'm... Not that you're not full of joy, but you don't have that pep. It doesn't feel like the holidays when I see Steve sell. <laughs> it doesn't feel like Merry well, Christmas. Well, I think, I think I used up so much emotional energy... On Tuesday. There was a lot of emotional energy nothing, on Tuesday. Nothing left in the tank. So now I have to get all... Yeah, rejuice and get ready to go for tomorrow. Well, I got wrestling tonight. That too. McPherson and I wrestling team home. They have Chapman at 5 and then Smoky Valley at 7. I figured maybe the reason that you weren't quite as peppy was that you started to evaluate your life. You started to think about the money that you make. And you started to look at some of the contracts that have been signed by Major League Baseball players and that maybe you feel worthless. I thought that maybe that has happened to you. I don't need to see baseball to feel worthless. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> have you seen those big numbers? Well, and the thing is... I feel, it hurt my pride and last night. Scott Boris, the three biggest contracts that were signed, let's see what would have been, Strasburg, Cole, and on Rendon. Mon- Steven Strasburg on Monday, $245 million, I believe, over seven years. Right. Tuesday... Garrett Cole, nine years, three hundred and twenty-four million with Insane. the Yankees. Insane. And then last night, Anthony Rendon, a two hundred and forty-five million same dollar contract, contract with the Angels. Yeah, same contract as Strasburg got. Scott Boris is the agent for all three players. I don't know what his take. What's a typical agent? Twelve percent? Do they get twelve? Oh, I wouldn't think it's that much. I would think it's more like, like three percent. Really? Well, three percent of. 
$814 million over well, the last three days is pretty good. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, I, I thought they agents got more than that. I mean, as much money as they're making, they ought to get their agent a little more money for the money he's making them. But if you throw in Mike Mustakas, another Boris guy, yeah, and then uh, he's got with he's, the Reds. Yeah, he uh, he has still got Boris still has some guys out there. He could negotiate over a billion dollars worth of contracts. Whew. And I will just say this: I don't want to ever hear base the sport of baseball. Their players say we're going to strike. We don't make enough money. I mean, I'm sorry. When when the minimum's probably a million two or something like that. It's less than that. Yeah, the, the but, minimum's closer to six or seven hundred thousand. Oh, boo hoo, seven hundred thousand. I probably have made seven hundred thousand in my life. Well, I, I thought you made six fifty last year. Uh, six hundred fifty dollars. Close. <laughs> but no, I mean, these guys are getting. You look at Garrett Cole's contract. Thirty, basically, it's what thirty-six million a year for nine. Whatever, three twenty-four divided. I by think nine they said is. it was like thirty-six million. He's going to make thirty-two starts. So whether he wins or lose, loses, he's going to make like one point one million for every start he makes every five days. He makes a million dollars a week. Basically, that's almost, pretty good. Yeah, for the season. I mean, some weeks too. Yeah, some weeks too. So, my gosh, that that's just absolutely borderline insanity and you know they've got this luxury tax teams can only spend so much money but i mean teams are just poo on that they'll say oh we'll we'll pay whatever the penalty is i mean you look at the angels now who are not good i mean they stunk last year yeah mike trout got a 426 million dollar contract and now rendon has a 200 and what was it 75 45 245 that's that's a sub. I mean, of course, they're over extended period of time, but that's seven hundred over seven hundred million dollars just for two players. You and I don't together get seven hundred million. Some, sometimes we don't even quite get to seven hundred dollars. We don't get to seven dollars. <laughs> Some weeks it's tough. Yeah, it's hard out here on the streets. But yeah. Steve, I wanted to get your your thoughts on this because I think you know how I will feel in terms of players oh, getting the money. You're you're all for you're you're a players guy. You're all for the players. You, you want them to get as much as they can while they can. Right. And I know that we always hear the phrase sometimes of is he really worth that? None of them are worth that. Is Anthony Rendon worth that? No. Is Garrett Cole worth that? Is Mike Trout worth that? No, none of them are. And your answer is no. But but my answer is yes. But the because own- somebody just paid him. That's that. what I was I was going to say. The owners paid him. But what happens in spring training if Say, Mike Montgomery of the Royals hits Anthony Rendon in the hand with a pitch in spring training. Breaks his hand. He's out for two months. He comes back. He can't get the ball out of the infield. I mean, are the Angels are just like, God, we just paid a guy $31 million a year to hit two twenty five with 10 home runs. But that's the risk you take. It's the gamble. Because when Anthony Rendon is at his best, he can lead your team to a World Series. And Anthony Rendon, over the last four years, five years... He's been okay. Especially the last two years... Yeah. ...has been one of the best pure hitters in baseball and helped that Nationals team to a World Series. You look at Steven Strasburg. At first, his first seven or eight years, people are saying, I can't believe they drafted him number one. Oh, I can't believe they took him out. Oh, he's never going to be good enough. But in the long run... Steven Strasburg helped win the Nationals a World and, Series. And to me, that is a worse contract than what Rendon got. 
with Rendon, barring a freak injury, which, you know, doesn't happen that often in baseball, free, you know, just to, to a player. Rendon's probably going to be worth his money. Strasburg could break down any time. He's broken down several times in his career. I mean, he could go out, blow his arm out in spring training next year, never pitch. I'm sure there's some kind of Lloyd's of London insurance policy or whatever it is on him. But, wow, that's a lot of money for a pitcher. It's almost 30 years old. And that's the other thing. You know, Garrett, you look at Garrett Cole. I think he's 29. He'll be 30 next year. Somewhere in that realm. They're paying him basically for what he can bring about the first four years. They're, they're, they're going for it maybe in his first four years. Because once he gets to about 35, he slides. I mean, they're paying him till he's 38 years old. You think he's going to go 20 and 5 with 326 strikeouts when he's 38 years old? Mother Nature always wins and slows you down, and it'll slow Garrett Cole down. But going back to the point of are they worth that? Well, it's it's an open market. You, yeah. you can go where you need to go. Teams will give you money, and I say they are worth it. And and the thing that I always go back to, especially with professional football or baseball or basketball players, is that there are not very many people in the world, in the world, not just in baseball, there are not very many people in the world that can do what Garrett Cole can yeah. do for you on a night-in, night-out basis. There are not very many people that can do what Mike Trout can do for you. And when you go and look at all of the money that is on the line with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim or whatever they want their branding to be now, oh, it's different there's right a lot of money on the line with the Angels, whether it is your TV contracts and how much of that goes for, which leads to advertising within TV broadcasts, which leads to advertising within radio broadcasts, which leads to advertising that goes on in the stadium scoreboards and on the walls there at Angel Stadium. Then it goes into ticket sales. It goes into merchandise that's sold in the Angels team store. If you are so bad that nobody wants to go, nobody wants to buy anything, think peak 2004 Royals. Nobody wants to watch that team. Yep. They have no stars. But when you have a guy like Mike Trout, people are going to buy Mike Trout jerseys. People are going to continue to advertise. People are going to continue to come to games because of a player like Mike Trout. Now, you might look at somebody who's a middle-of-the-road guy who signs a four-year, $28 million contract, and, and that's what seems like it's happened in the NBA recently, is you go, that guy? That guy's the fourth-best player on the team. Well, John Wall makes like... $36 million for <laughs> being a zero. But my advice to the Angels, you better go get a pitcher because I don't care how much you hit. The way you guys pitched last year, you're not going to even have a winning record. And when it comes to those pitchers, Steve, I know that they need them to be good for an entire year, help them win 15, 20, 25-ish games at a best. But we know where that money is going to in hopes for. Correct? Correct. Winning in the postseason. Exactly. Having a guy like Garrett Cole on your staff, if you're the Yankees. Well, look look at the two teams that played in the World Series. Loaded Scher pitching staff. Scherzer and Strasburg against Verlander and Cole. That's what it and came down to. Don't forget about Zachariah. Well, Grinky, yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah. But those teams, it's just like the Royals a couple years ago. When they're sitting there and, and they're right there on the cusp. You go get a guy like Johnny Cueto. You pay him whatever you need to pay him for two wins in the postseason. Well, two wins in the World Series. Maybe five wins in the postseason. And in reality, they paid Johnny Cueto for 
One really big World Series win. Right. Thinking back, he won Game 5 of the ALDS that year. I think so. So they really only paid him for two wins. Mm Mm-hmm. But they were huge wins. And yep. think about all the money and all the success that came from those two wins. Yeah. And that's why they do it. That's why the Yankees do it. That's why the Royals are not doing that. Well, you know, because I, they understand they're not going to need those guys for big playoff wins right now. I have a lot of old baseball magazines, like Street and Smiths and stuff like that. I was leafing through the other day, and I came across a story on the Dodgers preview. And they said... Dodger fans were so nervous because Sandy Koufax and Don Drysdale held out together demanding $100,000 a year and would not pitch until they got Give one, me my money. $100,000 for a year. That would have been 1966. The economics of the game have changed. That's why Marvin Miller was put into the Hall of Fame. For those who don't know who Marvin Miller is, he was the player's representative for about 16 years. He's the one that got the ball rolling on free agency and all this big money, just think. Can you believe that there was not free agency? That is no. Well, that's the that other it thing. Is. All right, Steve. So you got drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates, and you can't and, leave, and you will be there until you die. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so, really, baseball was antiquated at that time yeah. in the '60s because it was almost like a, you know, you were just, you know, the men, owner's mentality. You know, you were their property. You know, right. you were their property, and you had the owners dictated your life. Right. Because if you wanted to go to another team, you couldn't unless the team, the owner said so. So that, so that's why Marvin Miller got put into the Hall of Fame along with my man Ted Simmons, former great St. Louis Cardinal switch hitting catcher. Well, then just remember this too: the one thing that really changed professional sports, money wise, TV. Once TV became a part of the equation... TBS Superstation, Atlanta Braves, America's team. Think about how much money is brought in for the NFL every year with TV. It's crazy. For baseball, every year with TV. Crazy. I mean, that pays for everything. I mean, TV was the game changer. Yeah. All right, Steve, let's take our first break. When we come back... I've got a couple things I want to talk about. It's sort of a scattered day. It's not not a big news day. Getting ready for some... Bullpup basketball. Yeah, that'll be tomorrow. Yeah. But we've got a couple things to talk about. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, I had another question for you. Okay. As we are approaching bowl season, do you still like bowl season? It's convoluted now, but I I still like... What do you mean convoluted? There's so many games. There's like 41 bowl games. So that makes it you don't want to watch it? I don't... There's some, I, there's some of them I just have no interest in. Well, this is this is working into the conversation that I wanted to have. And, okay. And talking about the relevancy of college football bowl games. And I think a little bit of this has changed since the advent or the, the bringing in of the college football playoff and making those... Two games, really, really big, and then the next right. 
four uh, kind of big. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if people really care about the Rose Bowl anymore, unless it's the college football playoff semifinal. That's right. So, Steve, I, I wanted to ask you, how much longer are we going to have college football bowl games? And, and uh, maybe more of what I mean by that is not the Rose Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the big ones. How much longer are we going to have the GoDaddy.com Bowl? The How belk, much longer are we going to have the bowl. Belk Bowl? How much longer are we going to have the Hooters Bowl? How much longer is this going to happen? Well, I think you're going to have those bowl games as long as you make a profit. But do you think they do? I not. After I've never the, seen any good attendance at any of not these after games. all the stuff they give away to the teams. It costs them an arm and a leg to. Well, a lot of that's from sponsors. Yeah, unless you're Arkansas and you go to the Belk Bowl and steal from Belk on your trip to Belk at the Belk Bowl. There you go. <sighs> Only Arkansas. Don't do get that. me going. But no, I think one thing that happened when they start letting teams with 500 records go to bowl games. Well, now you don't even have to be five. Well, you can be five and seven. Yeah, if there's not enough teams to right. fill, you know, what is it? There's 82. What is there? 119 teams in college football. It's a little Division more one. than that now. I think is it 130? Let's say 130. I think it's a little less than that. It's somewhere in that 120. So 67 percent of the teams that play college football go to a bowl game. And this this is not an argument of oh we need to stop doing trophies for people. That's not what this is. But I do think there there was something really special about going to the Orange Bowl in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. There was something special well, about when it. when I was a kid... You had to earn it. When I was a kid, I think there were like six bowl games. You had the Rose, the Orange, uh, the Sugar, the Cotton, and then there's like the Gator Bowl and the Sun Bowl. Oh, yeah. And there weren't hardly any bowl games other than that. I remember, you know, that was that's the thing. You got up on New Year's Day and... And and the and the uh, uh, Cotton Bowl was always the first one. Oh yeah. Then you had the Rose Bowl. Then you had the Orange Bowl. The Sugar Bowl kind of, you know, alternated kind of. But uh, you generally had three big bowl games on New Year's Day, and maybe one of them on New Year's Eve or something like that. But now, I mean, they start in what next week is the first round of bowl games, I think. Yeah. And, and again, I don't care about the Poyan and Satya Bowl or. You know, what any, about the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl? Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, the, I don't think nothing against Buffalo and Charlotte, but I don't think. I didn't know they, Charlotte had a football team. I don't think they have earned that. No. I don't think that Utah State and Kent State have earned a trip to the Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl Ooh. in Frisco, Texas. I don't know if New Mexico, the New, the New Mexico Bowl, Central Michigan, and San Diego State. Have earned it. And now you look at junior college football, and they can't even get enough bowl games. My Indy Bulldogs ended up, or Indy Pirates, were number nine in the country, couldn't even make a bowl game because there's only six bowl games. And they got snubbed because Butler, they beat Butler County by 29. They won the Jayhawk Juco, but Butler got picked because they bring more fans. They said that's the only reason Butler got picked over my mighty Indy Pirates. What about the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl? Ooh. Well, it's still the Sun Bowl, so... But uh, Tony, the, the, the Tiger. Birmingham Bowl. Oh yeah! Congratulations on a great season. You know where we're sending you, Boston College, to the Birmingham Bowl to play Cincinnati. Ish. I'm telling you, that would be awful. Bowl game. I, yeah. I, there's something about bowl games and the big ones that are still special, and I do think they mean something to the teams that are nine and three, ten and two, maybe even your eight and four that you're matched up against another team that is similar to you in another Power 5 conference, 
and a chance to prove your worth. I do think there's something special about that, and I love college football, but nobody goes to any of these games. Nobody cares. Now, K-State will have a good... Where are they going? They're going to the AutoZone Liberty Bowl in Memphis. Okay. And they'll be playing Navy. How many? Okay, how many fans do you think... That's on New Year's Eve, so that might be a draw for some revelers, but how many K-State fans do you think will go to Memphis? There will be a lot. 25, 30,000. You think? Yeah, for sure. Okay. People will go because K-State's passionate about it. It's yeah. close enough. But if K-State was playing in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, ooh, I don't know if people go to that. The other thing that I really hate for K-State is I, I hate they have to play Navy. I hate triple option football. Yeah. It's not a lot of fun. No. It's not a fun brand of football. Uh, K-State is not the most fun and prolific brand of offense to begin with. Yeah. But then you match that up with Navy, who goes... Inside read. Okay, let's run to the outside, pitch it. Yeah. Uh, that is. They don't throw it very much. Well, it's going to be a quick day yeah. in Memphis. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it seems like every time there's a bowl game in Memphis, the weather is always terrible. It always rains. It seems like it rains every time. That and the, the what is it, the Independence Bowl down in Louisiana? I think oh, it yeah. Is. It seems like it rains every time for that bowl game. Arkansas has been a regular in those bowl games. I think KU and Arkansas should play. The loser bowl? The loser. Lo, loser leave town bowl. Uh, I know who would lose. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I know who would lose. Well, KU's not going to be any better next year. I don't know about Arkansas, but KU won't be any better. <sighs> College football is sort of sad yeah. for me. Yeah. It's frustrating. It is. But maybe someday Arkansas will have a chance to play again in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth. What about the Poolin what was the one used to be the Poolin Weed Eater Bowl or something like that or Weed Whacker Bowl or I can't remember. I'm telling you, if they could get to the the Red Box Bowl one more time <laughs> in Levi's Stadium, I mean, if they could just for once get to the Serve Pro First it, Responder Bowl. It is sad to look at some of those bowl games and there's not even ten thousand people there. You know what, Steve? I just wish one more time in my life that I could live to see Arkansas make it. To the Cheez It Bowl. There you go. <laughs> Just once, please. Can you please make the they Cheez It Bowl? Give everybody a bag of Cheez Its when they come into the game. Oh, I just wish they could make the Cheez It Bowl one more time there in my go. life. Yeah. All right, we'll take one more break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve, you're now on Game Day Watch. 29 hours? You got 29 hours to pep yourself back up. 29? Well, maybe 31. Math of 30. Math's real hard for you. F- th- 29. Yeah, 29. Okay. That's right. It's only 24 20. hours from right now. It'll be 1 o'clock all right. on Friday, and then okay. five more. Okay, I got you. So 29 hours. All get right. yourself all pepped. Well. Peppy. Yeah. I better have some of that Red Bull, whatever that stuff is, it peps you up. Oh, it's good stuff. We'll be making that fun trip down to Derby tomorrow. I've never been to Derby High School to broadcast the game. Well, bring your flashlight because it's really dark in there. I I just, I always find it, it's, 
it's just a really dark place unless they've put new lights in. We haven't been down there in a while. I think T Rob was like a soft junior when we played down there last time. Yeah. I think I think T- Taylor Robertson was a junior the last time we played down there. And I remember Derby was highly touted and we went down there and beat them that year. I think Kennedy Brown might have been a freshman or sophomore. There you go. But uh no. Um dark place. <laughs> well, I hope you stay out of the dark place. Yeah, Steve. I'm always in the you dark. You seem like you're in a dark place. I mean, today. I'm always in the dark place. I hope that you can get out of it. What about some golf today? Is it warm enough? No, I'm Look cold. Look at it. It's sunny out there. I am very cold. You know, it, it takes a lot to warm me up. Somebody bring Steve a space heater. <laughs> I, okay, I, no, never mind. I can't ask requests because no. somebody will. <laughs> yeah. So, so don't bring Steve a space heater. Wink, wink. Yeah. And you can put it at your feet there at your desk and stay warm. No, I'll, I'll, I'll warm up. You sure? I no, but I don't think you will warm up. Go home, turn the heat on. Put I've your got feet too up. much work to do. I believe in you, Steve. Yeah, stay peppy. I'll try. Trust the process. That's what Joel says. Yeah, that's right. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell. I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson. Next Tech Wireless and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.